It's time to watch The Muppet Show with special guest Elton John. Last time we recorded here, I got your Wi-Fi. It is smart. I love that. And then does it pass to your laptop? Yep. Gotta love Apple sometimes. Yeah. It's seamless. It's when all your products are Apple products. It makes everything easier. It does. All you have to do is just buy every single one of the products that they make, and then it works perfect. I just got the new um, AirPod Pros, and I was like... Kind of worried that they'd be too noise cancelly. Yeah, but they're good. But they're not so bad for me, yeah. I don't think. Because I, like, basically wear one all the time, usually, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm like, I wear them in the store. So, like, if someone comes in, I, like, I haven't used them yet in the shop. But I like that I can just, like, squeeze it and it turns off instead yeah, of, like, I could never figure out Tap. the wave Tap. features on the old ones. Oh, I know. And I know that I would go like this and, like, move my hair from my ear, and all of a sudden it, like, skipped podcasts to something else. I'm like, no, that's not what I wanted. No. No. I bought myself the AirPod 3s a little while ago because the new AirPod Pros weren't out yet, so it was, like, AirPod Pros or the AirPod 3s, and I was like... I'm not spending $250 on something that literally is going to be outdated, like, in four weeks. Yeah, that's very frustrating. I think I had AirPod... Either ones or twos. I had ones, and they got, they like, ugh. They were they just weren't. starting to die. Yeah. They didn't sync as nicely. Mm-hmm. I had One a, would always die on me. Every time I needed to answer the phone, it would be like, <laughs> it, would, it would just be like, I don't know, where do you want the, where do you want the call to go? And I'm like, oh, in God, the AirPod, yeah. bro. I'm pulling up the notes. It's time to watch The Muppets, Megan. It's time, and we did, and it was, I will have to say, spoilies alert, best episode of The Muppets Show ever ever. have seen in my entire life. Oh my god. It was so good. It hit every note. Everything was perfect. This episode was like, oh, we figured it out. We know how to do this. We know exactly how to do it, and we're finally going to do it. (laughs) All right, so we watched the Elton John episode of The Muppet Show. This episode went into production October 25th through 27th, 1977, and premiered on American screens, February 6th, 1978. A pre-Valentine delight. A pre-Valentine delight. Absolutely. I could not believe how, like, okay, so we are just going to jump into it. Yeah, just Scooter alerts Elton John, it's almost time for show. Elton claims how much fun he's having. Even his lunch likes him. I love this. I love this, too. I love any time there's, like, anthropomorphized things that should not be. Yup, and they're talking to him, and they're just super cute. And, like, he had a smoothie that was, like, bubbling over and stuff. I loved everything about this. I'm looking at these pictures. Is this, like, a McDonald's, like, French fry Guy. Oh, I love the grapes. Like, look at, right? That's like oh french my God, fries and a, a french fry guy. A plate of spaghetti. The grapes are amazing. They have like a weird mouth like in the middle it looks like. Like they're like. Oh my God. It must have been uh, so much fun to make those. You'd have to imagine, right? Like. And it, that they're kind of everything. It looks like there's grapes. Maybe there's like a watermelon behind it. Something green. A hamburger. French fries. Spaghetti. A smoothie. Stupid. Loved it. It was so dumb and I loved it. And then like literally. It just goes straight into 
Crocodile Rock. I cannot believe I you started the show so I couldn't believe so it. Hot. What a strong opener. Because usually it's like, okay, we'll get to our guest star in a minute, but yeah. let's do this opening act. And here's, like, you know, the frackles humming to whatever with a kazoo. And it's like, no, 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 no. I literally smiled the whole time. This, me too. I was doing laundry and I watched this while the stuff was in the dryer. And I'm like, I could watch another half an hour of this. Same. Give me another... Make the next episode just Elton John Part 2. Elton John all the way. Imagine if it was Elton John and Paul Williams. And it was just like... <laughs> that would be amazing. It would be amazing. Amazing. I would also really like if Billy Joel came out. Oh, yeah. And they did like their <laughs> dueling piano bit. <laughs> I would also really like it if Billy Joel came out. <laughs> uh, spoilies alert for the book. Uh, in Jim Henson's diary, uh-huh. he wrote... That um, he thought he was surprised that Liberace wasn't as good of a pianist as really. Yeah, apparently he's not. He's just flamboyant. He's not. Damn. But you know what was a good movie is the Liberace movie on HBO. Did you I've see that? I've never seen that. It was so well done. Who is that? Matt Damon. Yeah. And um, is it Al Pacino in that movie? No. Who played Liberace? I totally forget. But they did a great job. Oh, Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. It was okay. fucking awesome. Weird. It was awesome. That's very odd. Yeah. Because so like does he does Liberace sing or does he just play piano? He like I he doesn't like sing as like you're going to hear his singing voice. You uh-huh. go to hear his piano. But I think that he like talks. Yeah. He's very um Paul Lind to me. I'm like cons- <laughs> That's his voice. Yeah. He's like <laughs> like that. I just imagine him like playing piano and then doing like a laugh in, like uh-huh. telling a joke, telling a joke. I can't remember. I should probably watch the movie again to refresh my memory. Yeah, it's, it's been a while. Max. You know when so much stuff happens in your life and you just forget everything. It's like, oh, I could watch that again because I I I was in this place in my life when uh-huh. I watched it. So yeah, I you were like a different right person. Well. Yeah, I was. I feel like that with some. Sometimes you'll like watch a movie having loved it, and then you'll go back to it, and you're like. Oh no, what was wrong with me? Why did I like this? That's every movie I love when I'm a teenager. <laughs> Literally every movie. You're like, who 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 was I that thought this was hilarious? My taste in movies and things. I'm like, oh my god. I find that I don't really like movies, but last night, do you know I watched three movies? Yesterday I watched three movies. I don't think I've watched three movies what in movies the last two watch? years, let alone in one day. Well, what movies? I watched the new Reno 911 movie. <laughs> was Reno 911. Is Nisi Dash in that? Everyone's back. Oh, The Hunt for Q? Oh, the, I probably have to watch it. Is it's it, on Paramount Plus. Is it great? It was incredible. <laughs> it, like, Megan, incredible. I'm definitely going to watch it. So I watched that. Then um, we watched... What is that? We watched the new Netflix movie with Jonah Hill and Meryl Streep and all of them. All called Don't Look Up. Yeah. That was good. But left me... I needed a palate cleanse afterwards. It was, so like we the, watched, it was an end of the world movie? Yes. Yeah. We watched Encanto after that. The new Disney, like, whatever. About the house. The, yeah. The, that was fun, too. I've heard so many commercials for that. For which? Encanto. Encanto. Yeah, Disney Plus Disney dropped it, like, secretly. They just put it on Disney Plus, randomly. Yeah, only in theaters. Yeah, it only came out on Thanksgiving. Did you not see Spider-Man yet? I have not seen Spider-Man Oh my god, yet. we're going to see it tonight. Really? Unfortunately at the Rutgers Cinema where I hate the, the sound is so shit you're going to see a loud movie. I'm going to wear headphones. I'm going to wear earplugs. I hate it. I'm like, I'd rather go down the block to that like special sound because the sound is so much more important to me than the visual. I mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Give it to me an SD, but like make sure the sound is good. And that's, you know, when you're watching these like 
crazy action movies or whatever, that's what you're looking for. I know. These are the kind of movies that win awards only for sound design and special effects. You yeah, know, but like, Lisa's very excited that she only had to pay ten dollars a ticket. Well, hell yeah, to that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can't argue when you're a family of four being like, oh, it only yeah. costs forty bucks to go. We're going at nine thirty because Alex is going to be asleep. Oh yeah. So we have to like sneak out. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So in a crocodile-infested swamp, Elton performs Crocodile Rock with Electric Mayhem. The crocodiles end up dragging him into the water in an attempt to gobble him up. Oh my god. I almost forgot to mention, Electric Mayhem gets so much time in this so episode. So much time. It's, it basically, Electric Mayhem acts as Elton John's band yes. in this episode. Yes, and it, that because of that, they then recorded all of these songs newly for this show. You noticed that, right? Oh, yeah. Crocodile yeah, yeah. Rock was slower than I've ever heard it before, but it worked. And I felt like Elton enunciated every word Perfectly. to the point where I'm like, I know what the words to this fucking song are now yep. because I'm watching this performance of it. Me and Susie had so much fun. Like, I'm like, damn, this was great. I, I thought it was great, too. I, Especially I, when they did Benny and the Jets. We're not there I yet, but like... I can't get over the recording of that either. I know, because you 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 know the Beastie Boys version, right? Yes, where they just like... Because it's like, what the hell does he and Elton John's only ever had that one live recording of it that's circulated for like a hundred years now. If you listen to it on the radio, the one you hear, yeah, has like the fake audience like yeah. going like, you know, in the yeah. background and shit. And it's, it is garbled for the most part. Like you're like, I don't, you got electric moose. A, mo- a moped too? Like, what are you saying? I know I read it in a magazine. You know, Lisa and Ben are going to see Elton John. Really? And they, she asked me if I wanted to go, and I said, how much were the tickets? And she said, $500 a ticket. And Oof. I said, no, thank you. Boofy, boofy, boofy. You'll catch the next farewell <laughs> tour. I have a regular customer who was in the shop the other day, and he's reading this Kiss comic book. And we like... Kiss has a comic book? They've had tons of comic books. So many comic books that they've had, like, this is the last comic we'll ever do comic books, basically. So, we only order it for him and for one other guy. We don't have it on the shelf. And... I asked him, I was like, oh, have you seen Kiss? He goes, yeah, I saw them on their farewell tour in 95. And that killed me. Because in, like, 98, they released a new album. (laughs) And and they're still touring and everything to this day. But yeah, he said he saw their farewell tour in 95. This is kind of unrelated, kind of related. But today, I was perusing Target. And I typically don't go to, like, stores. But whatever. I love stores. I'm, like, home from work. I'm like, what do I do? (laughs) Go to the stores. Yeah. So... I saw in the clearance, I was happy it was in clearance, but it was basically an action figure, and it said Misfits on it. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about the punk band, the Misfits. Okay. And it was like a Santa, but with like a skeleton face sort of a thing. It was like a Misfit style. And then I was like, all I could think is, who's getting paid for this? Danzig's not making the money off of this, right? Off of, well, I feel like I've talked to you about the Misfits logo Yeah, before. but like, who's making, no, but it's not even that. It's like... The Misfits are so not relevant anymore. Yeah. Are they relevant? Uh, the, they're, uh, to me, as relevant as, like, teenagers wearing Ramones shirts. Like, they're... they're I would say the Ramones are more like, relevant yes. than the Misfits are. But there's this, like, disconnect where people, I feel like, just wear they're, like, Misfits cool shirts. symbol. Okay, but somebody's making money off of this band that's, like, the main singer of the band's not even in the band. Uh-huh. I have no So, idea. like, what I'm saying is, like, someone's getting... They're selling their merch mm-hmm. in Target. Yeah. Which says to me, somebody is buying this on like a mass And like level. you just said, it's a seasonal version of their yes. merch even. So it's like, it's like niche on niche at that point. It's like, 
you know what I think of? You know who buys that? A mom who used to be a goth. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It's a, like... Yeah, a formerly punk goth mom. Yeah, who's, who's like in Target. Mom. Yeah, and she's in yes. Target, and she's buying stuff for her son, but then yes. she sees this that pulls on her heartstrings, and yeah. she's like, I'm gonna get this. And put it in the tree yeah, next year. Yeah, or like, out... <laughs> Alright, anyway, let's get back to this episode. This episode is so good. I don't want to do it. I can't believe we're, yeah, we're just like. I just haven't talked to you in so long. And I'm just like, I saw this Misfits thing. Some ketchup What's going on? So Kermit reminds the crocodiles of the policy of not eating the guests. He asks Piggy if Elton is okay. She exclaims, okay, he's fantastic. Kermit then bumps into a piano. Scooter is trying to get into Elton's dressing room to play with him a song. How about the water splash when he actually falls into the swamp? I love that too. I always am curious to know, like, so did Elton <laughs> fall on like a mattress and then someone threw Slurred a bucket of water, yeah. or like how, they what must did they have, do because there? it was only did you see the shape of the water that uh-huh. splashed? It looked like somebody <laughs> threw it up, but it was great. And it, it was, was so great. it was seamless. It, it, and I don't know if that's just the editing, probably, but like they did a good job. You know what's so way. funny is like that is I remember watching that episode as a kid on Nickelodeon, <laughs> and I feel like it is as. I remembered it exactly as it had happened. Yeah. Like, there's no way around they, like, with all the crazy feathers and all that other stuff. Like, why was he, he was wearing a swim cap that was, like, bejeweled. I know. It was, yeah, it was bejeweled. It was really like bizarre. He in a way. Yes. And then he had all this stuff. And then, like, the big glasses, of course. And I'm not even kidding. When I tell you I remembered that exact costume and everything, like. Yeah, it was like a showgirl. He looked insane. Yeah, I loved it. It was brilliant. It was Brilliant. And I love how it was later on, brilliant. throughout the episode, Sam the Eagle at one time refers to him as looking like a stolen car. What He's does that dressed mean? dressed like a stolen car. I loved that. I love that too, but I'm wondering if that's one of those British terms. Because this seemed like a very British episode to me. We're not at the UK spot yet, I'm but I was just like... I am worried that if we look up looking like a stolen car... It's going to be homophobic. Oh, God. <laughs> or, like... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I feel like there's probably some coding in that yeah. language. True. So, next, the Swedish chef has a chicken ready to make egg I, du chef. I love when he just serves a chicken because he says chicky. Chicky. Chicky boo. The chicken lays some ping pong balls instead. <laughs> Fed up, the chef decides to prepare a chicky du chef instead, of be, instead and begins chasing it with a frying pan. The thing that I loved about this was not the interaction even in this sketch, but how it then plays out through the rest of this episode. Yeah. In the background of this episode, you see the chef chasing him with a butcher's knife, and then you see the chicken yeah. gets the knife, and he's chasing the chef around. It was brilliant. What I also love about this show is, like, how gross is it that there were, like, ping pong balls in a chicken spot? <laughs> what? <laughs> He laid some ping pong balls. That is pretty gross. I I, uh, I don't understand. But it's it. like you don't have to think about it. It's like <laughs> hilarious. How bad a chef are you that you take the ping pong ball that the, that the chicken just laid and you try to crack it as if it were an egg? Also, you're terrible. In the dressing room, Elton finds the piano unnecessary. Kermit pleads for him to listen to Scooter's song. Scooter and other wigged out Muppets enter to perform a terrible number. Kermit comments on how bad it was until he learns they were actually attempting to play Benny and the Jets. Oh, God. And when uh, Scooter's like, well, the owner of the theater, it's like Scooter always uses that against Kermit. He's like, Kermit's like, you can't do that. And he's like, "Mm, well, my uncle. Well, yeah, like, Kermit, I know you're in charge, but like, honestly, like, my uncle is in charge. And he's pretty much on the way and you need to make sure that I can do this. And you don't want him back, do you? 
Um, Remember when he came? What what is his name? JP Gross, yeah. right? And, and which he you is gross. explained to me stands for just plain gross. Which I was like, damn, that's actually very funny. <laughs> I love this rendition of Benny and the Jets that they do though. It was like just a quick riff, basically for Elton to get out that like, oh, that song that they just attempted to play was my song. And it this is how it goes when I they do it. I think that they tried to be like cheeky with one another mm-hmm. and it was like I Elton John, I guess at this point in his life isn't great at being snarky. No, right? you can tell he's a little bit uncomfortable, yeah. and that's why he kind of just sticks to doing what he does best. Yeah. You know? Which I think works for him. Yep. Where in the past, like, we've seen other musicians, like uh, Paul Williams, mm-hmm. you know, like, do light bits when with When I think about Paul Williams, I think about how he has zero upper lip. <laughs> I mean, you need a he's, mustache. He's like all, he probably should have a mustache. I'm sorry, if you don't have an upper lip, you need a mustache. Does he ever get a mustache? I don't know. Try to find out if, if uh, Paul Williams ever gets a mustache. Hey, Siri. I love the idea of you looking up if uh, he has a mustache from Siri. Does Paul William have a mustache? Hmm? Paul Williams. Paul Williams, yeah. Prince William. <laughs> While you do that... I'll go into Veterinarian's Hospital. The doctor breaks out the dog puns when they find Baskerville the Hound is patient. I think this was the best use of he some of these dumb puns. That's much better. That one picture is of Louis C.K. There's no way around that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is not Paul Williams. That's just Louis C.K. That's true. That's true. <laughs> that was Louis C.K. That's what he does now, though. He's trying. He's like... Okay, I was canceled, but I'll just, like, randomly pop up in places. He's, he's, he's forcing himself in such places that when you Google other celebrities, he comes, he comes up, up now. He's like, I know you didn't want to see me, but I'm here anyway. Uh, you can't double cancel somebody. Speaking of, okay, so we're going to get back to this veterinarian's hospital in a minute. Did you watch the very weird SNL a couple weeks ago? Mm. Paul Rudd was supposed to host, and because of the surging of Omicron... They canceled live in-person audience at first. And then it turns out most of the cast and crew stayed home also. So the episode was hosted by Paul Rudd. It was simply clips and pre-records that they did earlier in the week. And Tina Fey came out to help. It was Tina Fey. It was, um, as I said, Paul Rudd. It wasn't Steve Martin, was it? No. Steve Martin sent in a video. I don't remember who. Oh, Tom Hanks. Because they were inducting Paul Rudd into the Five Timers Club. Oh. So Tom Hanks flew out already to do this episode that then kind of almost got canceled, but they kept doing it anyway. Mm-hmm. It was very weird. It was only Keenan and Michael Che that were there from the actual, like, you know, production. Yeah. It was very, very strange. But in the first um, commercial break, there was this commercial for Louis C.K.'s stand-up special. And I was like, God damn it, dude. Like, you bought time... During fucking SNL to promote his new stand-up special that you can only buy on his website. Do you know how many guys probably relate to, like, being on the phone with somebody and, like, just jerking off and being like, is this okay? My problem, like, I I don't... I'm not not saying it's the worst thing you can do. I'm just Uh saying it's probably more common than we all think. It probably is more common than we all think. (laughs) I don't... That's all I'm saying. On top of, like, him being gross and sucking, I also don't get people really digging his humor. I don't think he's that funny. What is he, like, cynical or something? Like, he's, what's his he's deal? He's cynical, but he's also, like, 
baseline observations. Like, it's from like, what I've seen, it's like, my, I hate my kids. Isn't and he here's a comedian's why. comedian? Yes, that's what they used to say about him. But yeah. now no one says anything about him, you know? Yeah. But I, I, I don't get it. I also feel like he's the kind of white guy that will use the N-word and feel like he has enough black friends to get away with saying it. You know, like one of those like excuses of like, Ah, I feel like Chris he's the Rock kind of guy who, yeah, like, who's like, I'm not racist, I hate everybody. Ugh, yes. I'm an equal opportunity yeah, 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 offender. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, no, I hate you're it. anti-Semitic and you're homophobic. You're oh not, you know, clever. Yuck. Yuck. Anyway. I can't stand him. I don't know why. I, just well, I mean, other his... than all the obvious reasons why to not like him, but. He seems like... Someone who's hard... He's hard to look at. He's not easy on the eyes. Mm-hmm. Just saying. <laughs> Most people aren't hard to look at, but he's not... <laughs> Most people aren't hard to look no, at, but not, he is. But he kind of... His uh-huh. I feel like he's, like, pasty and blotchy. It's just like... Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Not that that, like, matters. You so It's what's on the inside. But I don't see great stuff on the inside either. No. No, anyway... I don't know so, why I even said, like, I'm just, like, thinking about his face. I think because it just popped up on my phone when I Googled Paul Williams. Yeah, it shouldn't. And it, Louis C.K.'s face were, came We're up. forced to have this conversation now yeah. because you Googled Paul Williams and he's inserted himself yeah, into Yeah, don't think I'm, like, discriminatory against gingers or anything like that. Like, my mother is a ginger. I, <laughs> you, can, you can be discriminatory against gingers. I can, I can gingers. say things. My mom is one. <laughs> So, okay, I was kind of pleased with this veterinarian's hospital. I have to admit, I was also very pleased with this veterinarian's hospital. Mm-hmm. I, I thought, thought it was clever. Yeah, it was kind of funny. I liked the one joke where, oh, the dog was running a fever. And then Ralph's response was, we'll go get the ketchup. And then they were like, why, Dr. Bob? And he was like, that's what you put on a hot dog. Yeah. And I was like, love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Next, though, is the UK spot. Kermit, Fozzie, and a pair of whatnots sing any old iron. British shit. British talk about shit. talk about toppings again. Yo, a dressed as no, midnight runners. I no. I this was the the dud of this episode. Would he pay a pence for my wife? Did he ask that or something like that? Uh-uh. Megan, I have this policy now that. But I'm they just... dress him up in the hat thing too, like that. Like I, I call that a cappy hat. What is like, that hat called? Uh, like a page boy. Yeah, like a page hat, boy. Like the, hat. Newsies. Yeah, the newsies. What is Fozzie dressed as? Other than like the leather guy from the village people. A card? I uh, cannot. I don't. I, if Ozzy's looking pretty homoerotic. <laughs> I, yeah, I can't get behind this sketch. Anytime, I think that if I can vibe that it's the UK spot, I'm allowed to hit 10 seconds ahead, 10 seconds ahead, 10 Unless seconds ahead. Unless it's like a good UK. Like, okay, remember the UK spot with the mouse drowning? Or like the mouse and the tea, and I was like, "That this has to be." I don't remember that one. Like some, and then the the poem about the marmalade with Twiggy was that a UK spot? Oh, it it might have been. Very British. That was very British. (laughs) I think the last good one that I can think of was when they did a Billy Joel song. That was a UK spot. I think they did New York State of Mind. Yeah, that was so random. That was very strange. Anyway. Yeah, this so, is very British. Why don't Why don't they do like a Northern Irish spot? That's in the UK, right? <laughs> like they sing the Wild Rover. I don't know. I don't know anything <laughs> about it. The Swedish chef now brandishes. Can I ask you a question? What? Do you know? And I'm sorry to like compare these two things because I know they're very different. 
I think I know they're very different. Maybe they're, maybe I don't know that they're very different. But you know, like how there's only one Korea, but there's like a North Korea and a South Korea. But there's okay. only one. There's only one Ireland, right? Yeah. But there's Northern Ireland and just an yeah. Ireland. There's like the line that cuts through them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're saying like they're not two separate islands, right? That's what you're asking me. Well, I about think it's Ireland? interesting how there's like these two sort. Well, Korea is an island or a peninsula. I can't remember. I don't know. <laughs> but it's, I'm not it's interesting that like there I guess there's separation on on many different islands because if you think about like Dominican Republic and Haiti that's an island that's like mm-hmm. two different cultures like yeah. completely. Anyway, we can move on. But northern I, yeah, and like northern Ireland has different ways of doing things than Ireland. But right? like when did northern Ireland become like an official country? I don't off know. of Ireland. I don't know either, but isn't it like in our fairly recent history? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that's like all of With I think that was like in the eighties. Yeah, guns exactly. And their bombs. In your head. Yeah, in your head. The Swedish have now brandishing a cleaver. Well they have dairy the... girls. You, sorry, do you yeah, have dairy, dairy girls? Girl. I'm thinking yes. dairy girls here, yeah. Yeah, I don't remember what they call it in dairy. But though but dairy I think is in Northern Ireland and they're a small sect of Catholic people who yes. stayed in Northern That's Ireland. That's what it is. It's a religious thing. Yeah, but it's more than a religious thing because it's like the Brit the Brits it's like a financial thing too. Yeah. It's like a money thing. Yeah. It's like who yeah. can get the jobs, who can mm-hmm. it's kinda crazy. But yeah. Who has power? Mm-hmm. That's what it always is. Right. Because what, the King of England or the Queen of England is the head of the Church of England, right? Yeah. Yes. And then you have vicars, like the Vicar of Dibley. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we can move on. <laughs> the Swedish chef, now brandishing a cleaver, chases the chicken past the curtain. Kermit promises Scooter can do the intro for Elton John so long as he doesn't overdo it. Scooter then gives an understated introduction to the greatest talent in the history of the universe. Elton John and the Electric Mayhem then perform Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. <gasps> I think this was a really cool Mike choice. Mic drop. I love that they sang this song. It's so beautiful. And again, another new recording of the song, too. Like, it, very obvious a recording. <laughs> oh my god, a squirrel just literally scared the shit out of me. <laughs> he wanted to come in. That was He's a been lot. staring at us. He stared at I us know. before. Then he jumped over there. The ma- He's over there now, yeah. next to the mailbox. We're recording on Megan's sun porch today instead of the usual recording studio, and a squirrel just scared the shit out of me. <laughs> and we're watching all the people with the dogs walk past, and you know, I work out here, mm-hmm. and it's hard to not just like yeah. get all the goings all on. All the garbage cans up and yeah. all. So yeah, this Elton John, ver- this not version, but this Elton John performance with the Electric Mayhem <laughs> of Goodbye Yellow Brick Road was so good. It was so good. I. I don't know. There's not much more to say about it other than, like, it was a great performance of a great song. It was... And and they did better than any other guest that they've had is showcase the Uh, guests. Yes. Yes. And these are all, like, chart-topping hits. He literally plays four huge hits that have stood the test of time. Mm -hmm. And in 2022, 2021, whenever you want to date this episode, it, like, they're still fucking really good songs. This is a solid... Solid yes. episode with solid. Like you just music. said, Lisa and her son are going to go see Elton. Yeah, like, you know? absolutely. Like that, yeah. these are on the list of like, wow, he better play these songs because that would, you know, you'd be a little disappointed. Wait, if did you didn't. watch his biopic? Did I already ask you that? I've never seen. I've that. never no. seen it either. I need to watch the that. like uh, kind of newish one, Rocket Man. Yeah. Right. No, I haven't seen it. Pigs in space. 
Does Miss Piggy's nose look dirty to you all the time? Miss Piggy looked very off in a lot of this episode. She did look a little dirty. And I feel like her voice was strange in the veterinarian's hospital of this episode. I don't know. She looked dirty to me. Like, she's been in the gutter. So, the crew faces boredom of endless space travel. Suddenly, an alarm goes off, signaling the onboard arrival of aliens. The aliens turn out to be the chef, chasing the chicken through the set, causing some commotion. Once they leave, the pigs resume their bored state. Oh, yeah, they're, like, so bored. Yeah, and uh, Link is like, oh, I wish I had brought a television so I could watch my bowling shows. And then they're like, what's that light? Uh-huh. Oh my god, and then what, the Swedish chef came through with the chicken. This sketch was stupid, but it did open my eyes to the fact that Link is voiced by Jim. Yeah. And I don't think I ever noticed that before. Me neither. He said some word. I have noticed that in this episode too. That's Jim. Jim. And then when the Swedish chef comes in, like, that's also Jim. Yeah. I never noticed that either. Yeah. It's very, it's, it's so odd to hear, like, his voice in, like, you know, something like that. When I watched this part, I noticed that Gonzo wasn't in this episode at all. <laughs> Gonzo was not in this Gonzo episode Gonzo was nowhere to be all. seen in this episode. It's such a bummer, man. Like, I what know. What are you doing? What are because you busy Gonzo with? Because Gonzo is pretty fabulous, and I don't know why he wasn't included in the You're fabulosity. You're right. It's a very much, uh, uh, that's like to this episode's detriment that it did not include Gonzo, Gonzo. being fabulous and they like when all the muppets were like together and singing and whatever it's like he wasn't Mm -hmm. even there no that's really stupid i don't understand that and instead well i guess instead they went for this next joke that i'm going to mention well i have a question about Mm -hmm. where gonzo might be where do you think gonzo is do you think he's backstage with that chicken you think the relationship is developing and maybe he's like kind of like all about this chicken now and he's like maybe this is camilla that's acting with the chef yeah. He's like getting really, you know, he's falling in love. Maybe he's falling in he's love, falling yeah. He's falling in love behind the scenes. Yeah. <laughs> the chase continues backstage, but the roles have been reversed. I cannot stop looking at your, your uh, big bird socks. Because I literally just saw like Carol's spinny legs in my head just cross. And I love that. <laughs> they go so high too. They're so cool. Yeah, I could go like Damn. The chase continues backstage, but the roles have reversed as the chicken now has the cleaver. Sam the Eagle tells Kermit how appalled he is at Elton, commenting he dresses like a stolen car. Kermit counters, claiming Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart dressed oddly too. Sam bets that's not true and vows he'll eat his hat and give Elton an introduction if he's wrong. Scooter happens to have a painting of Mozart handy, which does prove Sam wrong. Two whatnots push him behind a changing screen, and he... Ends up getting dressed up like this. This is ridiculous. I know. His like patriotic flamboyant. I don't like it. Think was. Did you know where? that the original uh, Sam, Uncle Sam, didn't have the stripes on his hat like that? He didn't. No. I didn't know that. No, it's like. What did a, his hat look like? It, it's. I think it's white and has the stars, but no uh-huh. stripes. Oh, weird. It has like a band. Yeah, because you think of the, you know. Yeah. You think of it as the white and red stripes with the band of mm-hmm. blue. That's like one of those trick things. Like a Mandela effect. It's totally a Mandela. Yeah. So Sam, dressed in a sparkly getup, grudgingly gives Elton John an introduction, then bites into his hat. All right. This also ruled so hard. Backed by the electric mayhem once more, Elton sings, Don't go breaking my heart oh with my Miss Piggy. Oh my god, I, I, I loved it. And Miss Piggy's getting like a lot of stage time. Yes. 
Much deserved. No, like, Don't weird negative attention. Instead, it's just purely... They did a duet. Yeah. It ruled. I loved this so, so no much. No one got hurt. No. And it wasn't like, you know, Miss Piggy know. was paid very nice, like, like, paid respect. What am I trying to say? Miss Pe- Piggy was respected by Elton John. Yeah. There was no, like, I don't know, like, the because the duet is an actual love song. It's not like, uh, you know... Yeah. Keep her away from me kind of song. Yeah. It, it was very, It was very well done. It was very good. We got so much music from Elton in this episode. I also really loved this next bit. After the number, Statler and Waldorf are seen wearing eccentric outfits. <laughs> Statler claims they look like members of Rock Age, to which Waldorf responds, we look more like members of the Stone Age. I One I, was dressed like an Arab man? You'd say... Oh, yeah, maybe that is kind of like a, a turban. Almost. He's dressed up turban, like he's like walking around, yeah, yeah, like in Dubai, and he like just won a bunch of money gambling. I love the glasses on Statler, though. I know, I love it. So stupid. <laughs> so funny. I love that they put these Muppets in costumes. I think that's like so exciting. I yeah, I completely agree. Because at the end now, also, so Kermit and the rest of the gang have adopted Elton's bizarre sense of style. Elton, however, comes out in a normal yeah, suit and remarks, "They all look like they're dressed like stolen cars." <laughs> we have to look that. I'm up. gonna yeah, I'm gonna Google that now. Okay, you're dressed gonna Google yeah, like a stolen car. It's so funny they had the glasses on and stuff like that too. The Mupp- the little Muppets. Oh my god, that's so funny because the first things that come up are just this episode. So maybe it's not a thing. All I can find, Megan, is Sam the Eagle with this quote. So it's it's not a thing. It's simply something bizarre that Sam said, and I think I want to adopt it into my everyday vernacular. Yeah, you look like a stolen car. So yeah. next time I look really good. Yeah, I'm going to be like, dude, you look like a stolen car. Well, I am going to dress up for a book club. Oh, man. Maybe that is to say that, like, you look hot. You know, like, you'd say, like, oh, that, that's a that hot car. Hot. Yeah. You know, like, they that dog say, is hot. Put some mustard on it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jesus. (laughs) All right, so in our edits, when this episode was released on the season two DVDs, the song English Country Garden was added to the episode, which I guess was not on our stream on Disney Plus, and the veterinarian's hospital was cut for Nickelodeon. So they added more UK spot. Yeah. For cultural purposes? English Country Garden. Yeah, that would have to be a UK ish thing. Who sings that song? What is that song even by? It's a Rolf moment where Rolf plays piano. What are those giant Muppets underneath? These giant Muppets. The song would be used again for a dance number by the Trolls in episode four. It's season four, episode sixteen. So So we will see see them. So whether we like it or not, we're going to end up seeing this song. Yep. Um. Because my mom, I bring up these UK like references, the UK thing, because my mom would say things to me like, "Don't she's the cat's mother." Do you know that? I I have heard she's that's the cat's like mother. a very like Britishy thing. I when think. my like fifth grade teacher would or say Irish that or something, I don't like know. if you were like, "Well, she said that you could, and well, she's, she's the, the cat's, cat's mother. mother." Yeah, meaning like you should say. Cynthia said that I can go do that instead of saying that she. saying never made any fucking sense to me. And I'm like, so yeah. what? The cat's mother. That's cats are cool. I'm cool yeah, for cats. I'm cool man. for cats. She's cool for our cats. <laughs> Another uh, brand, band that's British but has one one American in it is is that that's Squeeze right? Squeeze, yeah. Is Squeeze British? Yeah. Oh my god. 
pants. She moved away to Jersey. And he, they're not talking about Jersey the state. They're talking, talking about, about like yeah. old Jersey. Old Jersey. Not New yeah. Jersey. Yeah, not New Jersey. So, all around, this Good was the best episode of the series. Yeah, right? best episode. I don't know I know how the Rita Moreno, Moreno one won an Emmy, <clears> but this one should have won a Tony. It should... <laughs> <laughs> Elton John's The Muppets on Broadway wins a Tony. There's a is there really? Nobody could be right. Oh, that could be absolutely. Conjo. I would. I would. Or go like see on that. the West End or something. If we're talking the West about West End, yeah. Mm, bell End. <laughs> You're a Bell End. <laughs> um, okay, so next week we're going to be watching the Lou Rawls episode, episode 15 of season two. You want the plot for this episode? Mm-hmm. You ready? Fozzie Bear has a new roller skating act, but since he doesn't know how to skate. He spends the entire episode careening around backstage. He eventually manages to roll out onto the stage to tell roll his jokes. Roll out. <laughs> roll out. You know that song by Ludacris? Roll out. <laughs> <laughs> but when he gets too ambitious and tries to skate backwards on one leg, he falls off the stage. That episode aired on March 3rd, 1978. Bum, 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 bum. So you can follow along with us on Instagram and Twitter at ITTWTM. I think that's it, Megan. Thanks for the gumball, Elton.